Beitzah Perik Aleph, Mishnah Beis 1, 2, and the third of the three cases in which Beis Hillel argues with Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel takes the strict Machmer opinion. As usual, the halak will follow Beis Hillel. The topic of this Mishnah is revolving around the mitzvah, mitzvah of Kisui Hadam. The Pasuk says, this is the Pasuk of Ayikra, Perik Yud Zayin, Pasuk Yud Gimel, 1713. Ve'ish ish, when a person... Asher yatsud tseid chaya of asher yachel, when a person traps for food for killing a chaya, a wild animal, or an of, a bird, for eating, v'shafach es damo, when he spills his blood of the animal, v'chisahu be'afar, the blood must be covered with dirt. So when it comes to kosher animals, terrestrial animals. They can be divided into three categories, behema, chaya, and of. A behema is domestic livestock, like cows, goats, and sheep. A chaya is a kosher animal, but an undomesticated one, let's say like a deer. And an of is fowl, is kosher bird. Now, the Torah requires that when one shechts a chaya or an of, undomesticated livestock, or fowl, that the blood must be covered with dirt. This mitzvah does not apply, by the way, to behemos, to regular livestock, like cows, goats, and sheep. There's no such mitzvah. Now, on Yom Tov, we are going to allow a person to do shechita, slaughtering an animal, because of the principle of ochel nefesh, when a person a person's allowed to do certain otherwise forbidden malachas on Yom Tov, if it's provided with food, or some which is similar to food, which is, you know, a common need for many or most people. And, of course, eating is therein included. And since when it comes to shechita, if you would shech the animal before Yom Tov came in, the meat would spoil and you wouldn't have as good meat for Yom Tov. We're allowing, the Torah allows a person to shecht, um, to slaughter an animal on Yom Tov itself. And while that's true, if you got the separate requirement to do kisui hadam, to cover the blood of the animal, if the animal is a chai or an oaf. So now you have a potential problem, because digging in the dirt to get out some sand to cover the blood could entail a number of separate prohibitions, which would be forbidden on Yom Tov. Among them, you have the isodorais of of chafir, of, of um, digging dirt. That could be um, fall into the category of bone construction, if you're improving like the foundations of a building on the ground, reading it, or it could be um, a fall in the category of of, uh, of plowing, which is also choresh, um, plowing is reading the ground for planting. Also, it could be a problem doraisa there. So that's the first issue. You have a separate issue, potentially a doraisa of tochen, of grinding, because let's say you pull up the earth and you find out when you plop it onto your puddle of blood there that there's some clods of earth so the blood isn't covered you need to break those clods down into into sand so the blood is covered so breaking down a clod of earth into sand like it's tochen it's brining breaking down a larger thing into smaller particular pieces with a different function is a doraisa so you wouldn't be able to do that either because of the doraisa in addition you have the iser durabanan of mukta sand in general is mukta machmas gufo it's intrinsically mukta because it's useless it's not food it's not a utensil and therefore you can't just move sand for nothing on Yom Tov. Um, it's, 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 you can't move sand. It's, it's Moktza. Unless it's pre-designated. So, our Mishnah is considering the following question. May one 
shecht a chaya or an oaf on Yom Tov, if it will require him to then get dirt from the ground to cover the blood. And the answer actually, according to everybody, notwithstanding how the Mishnah reads, is no, you may not. You can't just do that because we're not letting you do Isir Deraisa of digging in the dirt, grinding up clods, moving mukta, stirbanan. Um But those things could have been done before Yom Tov. So we're not letting you, the principle of Ochel Nefesh doesn't allow you a dispensation to do those prohibitions just because you want to have food to eat. So everyone will agree if you haven't got sand ready, then you can't shech your chai or oaf um, because you could have done it before. Prepare the sand before. However, our Mishnah is going to read, and the, I'll read you the words of the Mishnah. There's very few words, like the previous Mishnahs, and there's a lot to say on it. The Mishnah says, I'm reading it to you because the words don't mean exactly how what they say necessarily. The Mishnah says, If a person slaughters a wild animal or a bird on Yom Tov, you can um, dig out with your shovel sand and cover the blood. I'll explain that in one of minutes because not all what it means on face value. Basil say, no, you can't shecht in such a scenario. Unless you had sand, dirt, prepared from before Yom Tov, which you would use to cover the blood. So no pulling that shovel out of the ground to get the dirt. Umodim and Basil agree, Sheim Shachat, if after the fact you broke the rules and you shechted this Chayar Of anyways, then under a certain scenario, which I'll explain in a minute, you can pull a shovel out of the ground, pulling out the dirt with it, and then use that dirt to cover the blood. So, even Beishamai certainly agree. You can't start digging holes in your backyard on Yom Tov to get, bl- to get sand to cover blood. You can't grind up clods of earth. You can't move unprepared sand. Even Beishamai agrees to all that. Beishamai is a very specific case. He says, if before Yom Tov you took a shovel, you stuck it into the earth, and you kind of like, let's say, you know, you pull on the handle. If you ever dug a hole with a shovel, you got you to do this once to know what this mission is talking about. You, and you, and you kind of pull the handle to break the earth free. And it's sort of like sitting inside the, almost like the, the receptacle, like the, you know, the, the spoon metal piece of the shovel, ready to come out, but hasn't been removed from the ground. In such a scenario, Beishamai is Mekel, where you stuck it in before Yom Tov and broke the earth and like sort of have it ready. Why? Since you've sort of detached the earth from the ground, you're no longer in the Daraisa territory of Khafir, of digging holes. The hole's been dug. Just the sand is sitting on top of the hole now. As far as Mukti, I'm got a problem because this has been sand that you're designated for covering the blood and you're designated it from before Yom Tov, so it's not Mukti. And we're assuming that this is Afar Tichuach. We're talking about soft earth, which can be assumed, says Beishamai, to, you know, be smooth enough to not need further breaking down, therefore no concern about Tochen, about grinding. So such a scenario, if you before... Yom Tov, stuck the shovel in the ground and broke it free like they broke the earth free like I described. Beisham, I say you can then lecharchila shecht the higher oaf, and Beisel say no, you can't. Even that's not good enough. You have to have separately free and clear designated earth sand, or else you can't. But as the end of the Mishnah said, umodim do agree at least bidi evid after the fact. If you broke the rules, says Beisel, and you shechted your higher oaf, and I have blood to cover. If you had before Yom Tov stuck your shovel in the ground 
you know, loosen the earth and designate it for, for covering, then you could now still not be mavatal mitzvah asi. You don't have to ignore the Torah commandment of covering the blood. You can use that dirt to cover the blood. Now, the essential machlokas here, between Beis Hill and Beis is a rabbinic one. Everyone agrees, meaning Beis Hill also agrees, that if you stuck the shovel in the ground and broke the earth free from before Yom Tov, and you're talking about afratichuach, soft earth, so you've sort of probably sidestepped all the potential issues of chofer, of digging the ground, of muktzah, predestination of the sand, and of tochen, of grinding up you know, the clod of earth. But Basil say, listen, it's very possible when you actually dump that shovel full of dirt on the blood, you'll find there was a clod of earth in there. And since the, the clump is still clumped together, the blood's not covered. And then you'll come to, you know, smash down the clump of earth, so you cover the blood, being over the Isser of Tochen. So Basil say, since there's a rabbinic concern that you'll come to still do Tochen, he says you shouldn't, in such a scenario, you shouldn't, Lachachila, uh, go and at the outset, shecht the chayar the oaf, lets you come to crumple the, you know, to break down and grind up the clod. Whereas after the fact, b'diyevet, if you end, if you ended up shechting the chayar oaf and you have that sand in the shovel ready to go, then um, the rabbinic concern that maybe there'll be a clod there um, will overlook that so that you can do the mitzvah's asay, the Torah requirement to covering the blood. That means, according to everybody, if you didn't stick the shovel in the ground from before Yom Tov, you have no permission to shecht a chay or an oaf on Yom Tov. And if you did, you have no permission to now cover the blood. The blood will remain uncovered till after Yom Tov. Similarly, everyone agrees that if you had pre-readied sand or dirt, earth, from before Yom Tov, so then, of course, everyone agrees you can shecht a chay or an oaf on Yom Tov and then cover it. It's just a question of, according to Bartonur anyways, simply a question of if you've stuck nuts, you stuck the shovel in the ground and loosen the earth, potentially, hopefully, sidestepping the issues of chofer, tochen, and muktzah. So then, Beisham, I say, lecharchila, you can shecht, and Beisham, say, no, you can't, but at least b'diavid, you still could cover the the blood. Okay. Now, there's one part of the Mishnah. The Mishnah ends up by saying, she'efer kira muchanhu, which means, like, literally, I'll translate it as, for the ashes of an oven are considered ready. So what's this talking about over here? So first of all, the mission should be understood, as the Gemara speaks out, that this shin, which means like for or that, because, should be understood as being like a vav, a coordinating conjunction, like an and. Um, so the point is, and FYI, that the ashes in the bottom of an oven, of a stove, are considered to be muchan. So this actually has two points that the mission is making over here. And this is something even Basil agrees to. The first point is, that if you have ashes in the bottom of... Remember, they had wood-burning ovens or wood-burning stoves. So if you had, in the bottom of your stove, ashes from burnt wood, and again, we're talking about, of course, ash that existed before Yom Tov came in. We're not talking about having a fireplace burning on Yom Tov and the ashes being produced, because those ashes would be muktza um, under the category of nola, newly created substances. But if the ashes existed from before Yom Tov, there's no muktza problem, because at least in the time of the Mishnah, Everyone has in mind, you know, you need, everyone needs ashes from time to time to cover stuff up, like blood and I don't know what, to, you know, spit on the floor and cover, you know, I don't know what, grease spills, who knows what. So you need to have a supply of, of ash and dust and dirt, and you sort of passly have in mind that 
the stuff at the bottom of the stove is for that use. So it's considered a muhan going into Yom Tov, it's considered to be like pre-designated for your use and not considered to be mukta. That's the first Chiddush of the Mishnah here, that ashes in the bottom of your stove from before Yom Tov are not mukta. They're considered designated without any active specific speaking out of designating it for some use. The second um, point of our Mishnah here, it's also Chiddush and Basil agrees as well, is that even though the Pasuk says, when you spill the blood, you have to cover it with afar. Afar with the ayin means dirt. That's what the Pasuk specifies. Our Mishnah is saying here that afer with an aleph, which means ashes, can also be used for covering the blood. Even though the, the verse requires af, specifies afar, it specifies dirt. There's no, you're allowed to use afer, ashes, just as much as you use afar dirt. That's the second point of the Mishnah. Again, Base Hill agrees to that, and that will be the halacha lamaisa, that you don't have to pre-designate, in the time of the mission anyways, I'm not sure about Bismanazeh, and that you can use ashes to cover blood of a chayav or of to fill the mitzvah of kisui hadam.